it's the Kosh cast. You'd be a bit surprised if it wasn't, really. It's nearly Halloween and we start with Toronto FC, who jack Atlanta's win and hit astronomical heights by stealing the Galaxy's point record. Then we're off to the Premier League where Koeman gets the firing squad after literally facing Gunners, Spurs make mincemeat out of Liverpool with Kobe in attendance, United shudder in Huddersfield, and Bernardo Silva gets Sean Dyche talking about kicking children. We'll check in on Italy where Inter really enter the title race, and Spain where Valencia dispenses Sevilla. Hit it. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Koshcast on underthekoshblog.com and at under underscore the Kosh on Twitter. My name is Alex. Mohanad is gesturing fervently or dancing. I can't quite tell. How are you? I'm. This is possibly. I mean, don't quote me, but my favorite part of the week. Oh, I was like, where is he going with this? No, no, no. Like, yeah, I, I love this. I love this part of the week. Why can't we quote you? As in, like, you know, maybe there's other stuff, in case anyone else gets ah, offended. anyone important uh, I'm might just be Like your significant other? Yeah, okay, just saying. Just check. Yeah. All right, well then it's definitely not your favorite part of the week. Bernie, no. how are you? Great, because this is my favorite... No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not Roche's favorite part of the week, he's not here. Why isn't he here? Um, he's, he's on sabbatical. He is on sabbatical. He's studying for his... Is it called CFAs? What is it called? Don't ask the question. Okay, he's studying for something that... Take, like he, The exam is the end of this month, yeah. so he'll be back possibly in a week or two. He also did tell us not to talk to anyone about this, so we have spoken to the entire world. I mean, three people hear this, <clears throat> maybe? So we're good. All right. We're okay. So it's not Mohanan's <laughs> favorite part of the week. Roche's not doing a, doing an exam. Yeah. Other than that, we're all good. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Apart from... Uh, See, our, even you have problems. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> our uh, co-ed uh, sixes lost yesterday was why, horrendous. Why are we bringing this Absolutely up? horrendous. See, I think it was a matter of passion. <laughs> yeah. And the team didn't want it as much as the other team. Are the team definitely gonna, didn't want are it. Are we going to sack our manager, a.k.a. Alex? I think, I think the... the the squad deserves sacking more than I do. The thing is, Alex's dad was there, which is a lot of pressure when the ownership shows up to, <laughs> to the match. True, because you know, you know they're going to meet after the game, give him two more games maybe to sort it out. I so. think that was a vote of confidence for Alex, and he couldn't handle oh, it. I am Mashiri. <laughs> my dad is Bill Kenner. Um We will get to that later. Let's start, though, with Atlanta United 2, Toronto FC 2. Toronto FC nabbing LA Galaxy's 68-point point record. Way! We've got 69. Um, With having played two more games. How dare you but, put an asterisk on that? But, much better opposition. The level of the, the competition in MLS is nowhere near what it was, etc., yes. etc. Et so... Yes, exactly. Um, should we start with Atlanta fans booing Josie Altidore and Michael Bradley? Yes, but can, can we put a positive spin on the Atlanta fans a little bit? 75? I don't 71. know. 71,000 people in the stadium in Atlanta. I know it's a big game, but still, I mean, I was watching this game with my brother. He doesn't follow MLS that much, but he was looking at it going, who are all these people? And I'm like, I know. Like, yeah. Atlanta, it's their first season in MLS. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have Tata Martino as coach. They have a lot of these exciting... Good talent. Yeah, Latino, Mexican players that just look so exciting to watch. And, you know, it brings a lot of people to the stadium. And... They made uh, they came I think top four in the in the conference, which means they get to play the first um, knockout game at home, and they've done really well. And I really like the fact that there's there's so many fans in the stadium following them this season, and you know it, it's a good sign the, for MLS. The the great thing about Atlanta is so they were playing in a um, temporary stadium for the first half of the season in essence. And when they opened the Mercedes-Benz, I think it's called Mercedes-Benz yeah, Arena which or whatever. Which looks world-class, by the way. Brilliant. Which we had a hand in, I, my company, but anyway. Right. Not the company I own, no one I work for. Mm. Um, but <laughs> anyway, I wish I owned it. Yeah. Um, the f- opening day of the stadium, unbelievable. They, lift, they had 75,000 people, and you thought, that doesn't make any... How can you even do that? Because it's shared with uh, the Atlanta Falcons, NFL. Yes. But it feels like... People say it actually feels like a football pitch and it feels like a football arena unlike other stadiums and i mean soccer right stadiums where you're like a revolution for instance do you know who like the it. atlanta basketball team are oh uh, hawks hawks so they're not that good right mm-hmm. 
And even the football team, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. So, because me and my brother were trying to break this down, and we thought, well, maybe one, you know, there is gap there because the other right. teams aren't successful. Mm-hmm. There's obviously the immigration kind of effect, but also because Atlanta are by far you know, this season doing the best. So it could be a factor as well. Yeah, no, it, it's incredible. It's very impressive. I mean, even on games that aren't as big, they're still getting 40 45, yep. which is huge for an MLS attendance anyway. It's not their fault that their stadium is humongous. No. Like 45,000 40, average is great. Would be like the third highest in the league. Yes. And, and we're not saying that having 30 is bad. 30 is very, very good. Very. If you really think it's better than Syria, for instance. Oh, yes. Right, and it's not even a football culture, so to say. So right, exactly. very impressive. But to the to the game, two uh, two, it looked dodgy for Toronto FC for a long time. They're not playing very well. Manu, you've touched on this last week. Their form isn't brilliant, um, but they were pulled out of it this time by Altador to start with, and then Javinko's sumptuous free kick. Possibly his best. Yeah, I, I, I mean, think so. it was way too far to attempt a kick. Mm-hmm. It needed to come off the the underside of the bar f- with for any chance of that going in. Guzan. Up to that point, had an unbelievable game. He mm-hmm. was saving shots left, right, and center. He was close to that one. But to get that power and the accuracy together, it was really impressive yeah. from Javinko. And for, for people that don't follow MLS and wondered where Brad Guzan had gone to, yeah. it's Atlanta. And for some reason, he's actually been quite good for them, yeah. which is a bit weird. He has. On, on Javinko, I feel like we haven't seen that in a while, like that Javinko magic in a while. That... It's very comforting to me to say, okay, it's it, it's there. Right. You know, it, 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 he's obviously still a great player and his stats are still very good. But this goes to the playoffs. It's the type of thing that might give him momentum because, like you said, they aren't playing that well. You may need Javinko at his best when you thought you wouldn't have had right. to I, before. I mean, the beer might have helped. Yeah, he was fired up by the beer. Someone mm-hmm. threw a cup of it. Uh Altador. I wouldn't just drink anything out of a random cup. I wouldn't throw anything at Josie Altador. To be <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, you're right. To be fair, Josie Altador did... I mean, I'm not saying he asked for it, but he came up, cupped his ear because of all the booze that him and, and um, Bradley Bradley were getting. Uh, so after he scored, he kind of, um, you know, was giving it back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Javinko got in on that, he, he you know, uh, with the beer drinking and all that. And then Javinko's goal. So in a twisted way, isn't that what you want in a league? Yeah. Because yeah. it shows the passion. And, and one of you brought up the fact they were booing Altidore. I'm assuming it's for the U.S. men's national yes. team debacle. I, I'm really happy they did that because it shows there is passion in the crowd as we were talking about and very specific targeted like the intelligent football fans right not just booing randomly they're booing right. for a particular for a reason. reason yeah, yeah. Um, I, you would think that Javinko probably enjoys a glass of red really though over a <laughs> Over, yeah, you have over. to hand it to him. You can't really throw <laughs> no. a glass of red. True, right? true. Um, so we're going to the game. We're going to TFC's uh, first... I mean, they get a bye, obviously, yeah. for winning the conference. And we did touch upon beating the points record. Um, so they will get a bye. We will go see the first game on, I think, the 5th of November it is. Yeah, so I think that's going to be Columbus or Atlanta. Yeah, I, I remember when... I can't remember, I think we were at that event recently and people were asking um, who could give... A TFC a run for their money in the playoffs and Definitely people said Atlanta and I, yeah. I think it's true they, they looked up for it they looked you know I wouldn't say equal because TFC weren't playing at their best but they could with the pace in that side they could give them a run for so their money it's Columbus or Atlanta that they could yeah, face because that's so, the yeah. first round game so yeah. who was second in the east I don't I don't remember do you guys it know? must have been New York I'm so it's, sure. a, it's a, the other side of the bracket is New York and Whoever it is. Yes. And then Columbus and uh, okay. Atlanta. So, anyways, that's that for, uh, for MLS. Let's, uh, anything else? Just one more thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Montreal Impact sacked their manager, Maro Biel, uh, sorry, Biello. Today. Yep. And um, uh, what's his name retired? Uh, Bernier. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, Saputo, the uh, chairman of Montreal, or the owner, said that they want like a really world-class manager. But everyone thinks he's just going to appoint Alessandro Nesta. <laughs> yeah, or Ronald Koeman, <laughs> or David Moyes. True point. Yeah. Um, all right, that'll do. No, uh, no points actually. Premier League time. Yes. Ding dong, the cheese is dead. Cheese is dead. <laughs> cheese is dead. <laughs> Ronald Koeman has been sacked. We've been calling it all year, all year, mate, and it's finally. Alex happened. needs to cup his ear to all the people that commented <laughs> on this article. <laughs> Yeah, saying that Koeman's the best thing that ever happened. And do not forget, Ronald Koeman won the transfer window. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Which you famously win by spending as much as you possibly can. Yeah, I heard an opinion that said the spending that Everton did with the Lukaku money has 
put the bail spending to shame. Like, this is way worse. Like, we were laughing at Tottenham's how they spend their bail money. This is much worse. What, was it Brendan that said when you spend 100 million that you should be yep. top four or, so, or winning yep. the league or something to that effect? And then he bought Lovren, Lalana, Balotelli. We'll get there. Yeah. Don't worry. We'll Liverpool get there. has spent in the last two seasons guys, guys, 12 million. Oh, sorry. It's Everton. I don't know. I don't know. No, no. To Liverpool. Like, we do oh, this all the time. Yes. Let's focus. Yes, yes, yes. Back to everything. <laughs> um, so, I mean, the writing was on the wall for Koeman. It's been a while. And it always happens where, I don't know, is it coincidence, but the managers always get their last chance, and coincidentally, it's against a much better team. So it's, like, it's almost like a false good chance. Like, like Bilic is getting two games, one of them is Chelsea. Like, <laughs> you know, might as well just sack him. What's the point? Well, at least Palace sacked the board before he went through Man United, True. City, and Chelsea. <laughs> True. Get the new guy in. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, who, who are they going to appoint? I don't know. Uh, allegedly, they're interested in Daesh, which I think is a bit dodgy. I... I, I think there's a debate to, to be had about whether his brand of football actually suits a better team. Even Mrs. Daesh isn't interested in Daesh. Wow. I'm just saying. Would you wow. be interested <laughs> if that was in your bedroom? I'm Batman. <laughs> Some people might find that attractive. Well, maybe. Listen. But, yeah, the uh, raspiness yeah, yeah. 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 On, on the On the new manager, whoever comes in has to deal with Klassen, Rooney, Sigurdsson. No striker. You know, that, that whole no mess. Pace. That whole mess. I don't think Sean Dyche is going to do that. So I don't know what they're going to do. But I think yeah. might as well leave with David Unsworth for the rest of the season. Uh, Unsworth has the job for now. I think, uh, what's that lanky striker called? Um, Peter Kraft. Yes? No, no, no. Um, Peter Kraft. No, the young guy. Calvert-Lewin. Calvert yes, Calvert-Lewin isn't horrendous. He, I'm just saying, with Sigurdsson behind him, I'm just saying what new manager would do. Maybe mm-hmm. you know, drop Rooney for a bit, put um, Calvert-Lewin. It's, it's an inside joke. So. Calvin and yeah. Hobbs. Calvert-Lewin with Sigurdsson behind him. And then I, I don't know what the, what the rest of the team will well, do. This is exactly what I was going to say. Schneiderlin. What do you do for pace? I don't know. Because right now, the way the team functions, unless you're putting Lukman on, uh, on the wing, you actually have nothing better than Sigurdsson on the wing, well, which no, is sad. I think you do put Lukman in the team, for a start. Yeah. You put Davis in the team, probably. Gay is a good player. I mean, other than this blip, he's a good player. Yeah. I, I like him. The thing is that, and one criticism Everton fans have had of Ronald Koeman is that whoever they're playing, he's played uh, Gay and Schneiderling. Mm-hmm. And it's a bit much. You know, it, against teams that they should be beating, they need more creativity and they don't have it. Right. Meanwhile, Klaassen's on the bench. Davies um, Where's Ross Barkley? Bench. Is he injured? Yeah. He, He's yeah, injured, and, but also Kuman decided he's not. Yeah, but he might get a new lifeline with a new manager. Maybe. Exactly, because no one else is going to buy him anyway, so yeah, right. good for him. Um, let's move on to their opposition. Arsenal, well, I mean, this game, um, this is Arsenal's first away win. Um, 5-2, final score. Mm. Uh, what do you mean first away win? This first season? away win of the season. <laughs> what? Actually? Lost to Stoke, lost to Watford, drew to Chelsea, etc., etc. You're a joke. Like, you actually... Know, yeah. I'm pretty sure you're you're making me doubt myself, but I'm pretty sure it's a, it's only no. There are just some things that sound wrong. You know what I mean? Like first away yeah. when I'm seeing just sounds. Also, wrong. before these five goals, we had only scored one against Watford away. The whole St- season. Stoke one nil, Chelsea nil nil, etc. etc. Yeah, Jeez. yeah, I'm pretty sure. Anyways, Jesus. But let's. Look at Bernie having a hard time believing Arsenal are crap. <laughs> no, it's just it's not that crap. <laughs> to that, we have been very negative about Arsenal recently. So this game had. Can some... I be negative one more time? Very quickly. Rooney scored against you again. Yes. Yeah, so that will always okay. happen. Rooney, Arsenal are the opposition he scored the most goals against in his career, which is crazy. Seeing you know Arsenal should be a, a top team. Yeah. I've read a report today of the game that said that Rooney recreated the goal he scored when he was 16. No. It's like it was nothing like it. It yeah. was good, but yeah. it was, to be it fair, was it nothing was very like that. Good. But Rooney has that technique, that top-left technique. Anyways, Arsenal finally started with the, the front three, um, the, you know, the holy trinity of Ozil, Lacazette, and Sanchez. The and extremely temporary trinity. Yeah, yeah, but it finally paid off, and you know, Ozil especially was man of the match this game. He was, he was phenomenal from start to finish. Um, as were Arsenal in the first 15 to 20 minutes before Rooney's goal. They they, <laughs> yeah. they had that energy about them. Mm-hmm. It looked like they really wanted to get this game going from the start. And, you know, Alex, we were watching this together, and it looked refreshing. We This is probably Arsenal's best 20 minutes stint all season, and it's a shame to say that, you know, end of October. But they looked really good. They gelled. They played really well together, the front three. Um, I, until Shaka... I'm not sure about the front three. I was sure about Sanchez and Ozil. I thought they played right. really... 
I don't know if there's enough of a relationship between Sanchez Ozil and Lacazette because of the in and out of Sanchez and Ozil. I didn't particularly think Lacazette was that useful. In this, I, I in this actually game. don't disagree, I, I, and I think I think there's obviously time for that relationship to build right. up to a certain point. Uh, well, at yeah. the end of this year, <laughs> and I think it will get better if if given time. Um, but I think you're right. I think Lacazette struggled in this game to be truly involved, and actually just before he scored, which was I think about sixty something minutes. I thought he was about to be taken off. I, well, which, which he always does. Some, for, for we, yeah. Very really, he never plays more than 65 minutes. No, I'm not sure why. True. And, and in the context of this game, I thought the first 15 minutes, I agree, Arsenal were very good. Everton scored, then the rest of the half, you were very, very, very bad. The, the goal time, the 1-1 goal was perfectly timed, even though, yes, Arsenal weren't playing yeah. well after Rooney's goal. But Monreal, again, he's been one of our players of the season this year. He's put in really good performance. He found that nice sweet spot in that left, center back position in the back three um i think alex we were watching this and monreal attacks way too much for a center back, but i think it is something that arsene Wenger has asked him to do because like you said we don't always need three at the back but we do play with them and then we kind of push monreal if you're playing up. everton you yeah. can do that and absolutely that's the thing and let, let's give it to arsene Wenger. that is a tactical idea that he has implemented well done so that's one yeah um, <laughs> but you're right i mean the thing is one of the problems i've had with this three at the back formation is that you've always Unless one of them pushes forward, you've always got three men behind the ball. Xhaka's always deep, so there's essentially four men behind the ball. And it's just too much when you're playing and you're trying to break down a I'm, team. I'm just very concerned from an Arsenal standpoint about Xhaka and Ram- Ramsey. I, I was surprised. I thought Ramsey could have had more of a grip on this game, considering Idrissa Gay had a yellow card early on. I thought with the way he likes to push forward, yeah. he would have done that. He missed a horrendous opportunity, oh, yeah, which could have been vital yep. if if Everton had anything about them. So I think Ozil Sanchez are the only two players for me in this game I look at and I go, wow, you guys played really, really well. well, well the rest uh, of them that, that benefited that. from a red card, which would concern me as an Arsenal fan. Right, I mean, those two did connect very, very nicely. Ozil started the counter-attack at 1-1, played it out to Lacazette. Lacazette then played it to Sanchez. Sanchez then... Clipped it into Ozil, who very nonchalantly headed it in. It looked like he does this every week. With that was him. very. Let me tell classy. you, he doesn't. That was very. Um, cool. The blonde fringe sweeping the ball. Yes. Into the net. Um, so, and Alexis that was is a bit of a savage. Did, did you see when um, I think he not, he meg someone? I think. And then he did a no look pass. No look pass he looked yeah. at the crowd and like he grinned or winked. At him. I was like, there you he go. He enjoys man. football. <laughs> Alexis just loves playing football. And that last goal to, to wrap up the game, oh. you know, that was a messy goal where he keeps faking, faking, faking. Takes four or five players on the outside and then it just looked like the angle was too small. But Alexis has that quality to mm-hmm. then put it into that side netting. And it was the first Arsenal game that you actually enjoyed watching. Alex, we conceded the one the one nil. And I think, I remember you going, don't worry, we're going to win this 3-1. That is how good our first 20 minutes were. Well, it, it's it also everything. It, yeah, yeah, it wasn't sure. just that the Arsenal played well. You could see... I mean, obviously, having watched Everton's last few games, you knew it was coming anyway. But you could see the way that Everton were playing and the way, the ease at which Arsenal cut through them before yes. Everton scored even. Yes. That they were going to crumble. Yep. And last point on that, I, you know, that goal that I highlighted was all three of those guys passing it to each other. Mm-hmm. The other, I think it was our fourth goal, was the same. It was Sanchez, beautiful ball to Ozil, who went down the line, cut back to... Um, like a Z who then finished it really beautifully. Like just a, like a simple finish, but like a confident finish. And it's something that we don't see from Arsenal strikers a lot. And it was it was different. And, you know, it bodes well, hopefully, for the future. I mean, if you don't have hope, then what's the point? You don't have hope, though. Like you, you no, personally yeah, yeah. actually do not. You were here last week talking about how you have no hope. Anymore. True, true. And but the thing that I, I think that is very, very dangerous in this is to take a 5-2 performance, which is great. But against 10 men, which, I mean, first is Everton. There's Everton with 10 men to get overly excited. Again, we know that this team, Ozil included, played well today. But, again, we know that that does not happen often enough, especially with the guys that we mentioned. I want to see them play this well against not Everton. No, no, sure, sure. Well, it's Swansea next week, so. Oh, okay. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) 4-0. Before we move on, also check. Had that horrendous mistake at the back, which was it's just you know, rubbish. Yeah, it's just rubbish. It's so sad. It is sad. I mean, that is a position that we don't talk about, but next season needs resolved. Well, okay, just bring, is off. Just bring then, Chesney. Oh no, never mind. Oh yeah, never mind. All right, <laughs> let's let's move on. We've we've talked about this game a bit. Alex, one last thing. Yeah. Congratulations to uh, Sexy Giroud for his Pushkas award for the scorpion kick. Yes. 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 Well deserved. Sure. The only individual award he will ever win. Well I mean, other than maybe like model of the. Oh yeah, yeah. They should have best looking award. 
Sure. Azur would just win. I mean... Actually, I think he won, like, French Bum of the Year or something. What? Hmm. Like, yeah. Like, actually? Yeah. So oh, I, oh Bum! You mean, like... Like ass. Ass. Yeah. Oh, I thought bum like how is your bum like a bum like homeless or <laughs> oh, no. sorry best looking homeless person ever. No, right. Um, all right. Um, I mean, with the fashion these days, it's it almost seems like it veers towards homelessness <laughs> yeah. more and more. Yeah, better. the jeans get more and more ripped. Exactly. <laughs> Um, speaking of ripped apart to shreds to bits to pieces, the homelessness. Liverpool, <laughs> Liverpool. Oh God, Liverpool. This was a comedy game. I mean, we were laughing throughout the game, like actually laughing out loud. And it, you know, it was a football game. Yeah. I mean, Maradona was sitting there watching it and he must have not believed what he was seeing. He was like, I had to run around pitches getting kicked and pushed and like shoved in the dirt and Harry Kane could just run through because Liverpool's defenders I mean, it was so just exciting. ignoring him. I think at one point he put his pie down for a second <laughs> to watch the game. To I, pick I, up another pie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 you know what? Go for it, man. No, it's not. It's not. It's that. I, I think I do this, and I say this every week that I try to be nice to Liverpool, to Liverpool but it because never I works. get accused of being, you know, a, a man who hates Liverpool. It's a useless but disclaimer. It's, it's very difficult when this happens. Dejan Lovren, oh my! First off, this makes me very angry as an United fan. Seeing this Dejan Lovren and seeing that we didn't do anything about it. You this. parked the bus against like, us. Yeah. Why? Why? Because clearly he has this in him every single time. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, he showed it three times this game. It's not once a game. Okay, this let's, is multiple let's, times. let's go in. The first one. Okay. Yeah. I think yes. if Alex was playing and not Dejan <laughs> Lovren, he would have been tighter to Harry Kane. Obviously. Like, yeah. How, he looks at the back of his head. Not only he sees the Alex... pass coming and he goes, hmm, someone over me is playing offside. I don't care if you're playing. Look how far he was. Even if he is Played, if they call him on side, there is no chance you can recover, and that's exactly what happened. And it took him like three years to realize the danger once the ball got past him. It looked like it took eons for him to turn and chase yeah. Harry Kane. It was hilarious. It was a lovely little dink from Trippier, but yeah, Lovren just had no idea what was going yeah. on. And then he's the helped by one. his mate Mignolet, who comes clattering out of goal and just diving in. Like, Harry Kane is one of the best strikers in the world, and yes. Mignolet decided, you know what? Let me give him an open goal. <laughs> it was not, bizarre. But not only that, Kane gets there, takes it past Mignolet. Matip at that point has realised what's going on and run back into position. He marks the back post. But then does nothing. He literally yeah. marks the back post, which is 12 yards away from Harry Kane. Anyways, this is not even his worst moment. Then Lovren decides, a long ball comes in, and he just wants the ball very unrealistically. Kane is just like... Um, Kane is standing Kane where... Kane had no Im- well, Im- imagination for well, the ball. Well, Kane is standing where he thought they would duel for the ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then he sees Lovren just <laughs> runs just, past him. He's like, okay. Turns around and goes, sure. Lovren wasn't even close. He wasn't <laughs> even close. And I can only assume that he did this because he was trying to make up for the previous error. Like, that's my, that's the only thing I can think of. I think of. he saw Lindelof the day before and said, I can top that. Oh. I think since Evra's debut for United, I haven't laughed this hard watching a football And game. it's been three years. Yes. <laughs> it was incredible. It was absolutely incredible. No, but, it was. But the- I mean, he got taken off. We, we oh, said, yeah. Alex, this might be his Ibuwe moment. Look, mate, if you got taken off for Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain, yeah. you know things are dire. Yeah, yeah. But just on that second goal, I don't want to gloss over, um, A, the ball that Kane played in, because yes. it had to be perfect, and B, Son made that look easy, but it wasn't. Son is a brilliant player. He, I mean, I was going to say, everybody knows what... No, <laughs> but you guys know what I think about him. He's brilliant. He should play whenever possible for Spurs. They... They should really rely on their attacking talent because that's what they're good at. And that's there's no need to play Dyer and Dembele. And just play Son when you can. Put Eriksen in the center mid like he did. Yeah. And Son is such a good um, a kind of foil for Harry Kane in that Ali kind of role. And Eriksen can, you know, control the tempo in midfield. And you've got a really good balance. That's why Dele Ali scored a good goal. He scored a good goal. Uh, yes. He actually, he actually had, a, had a very good game. I thought yeah. Mignolet should have saved it. Yeah. I, thought, I thought he went down a little late. Mohamed, yes. Mignolet should have saved Sons. <laughs> if you look at his reaction for sure. Son, he should have saved that. Mm-hmm. He should have saved Dele Alli's. And don't even get me started on the fourth one. What was that punch? That was rubbish. What punch? He missed it. <laughs> he missed the punch. <laughs> he, he, like, he got a little bit... It was ridiculous. Absolutely but guys, ridiculous. come on. Like, look at how happy our lives are. Liverpool <laughs> give us a lot. Yes! Yeah. But I wonder... Like, it, is it that goalkeepers look at Harry Kane and they yes. turn to Jelly and just start making mistakes right. whenever they see him? Is this what happens? He's he's brilliant. I mean, every... I love the Spurs fans going, you know, one season wonder. Oh, yeah. what, and it's, you know what? If he wasn't English and looked a bit better, you know, if he was Italian <laughs> and had slick hair, I mean, he still does, but you know what I mean? Yeah. 
there would be much more buzz worldwide. And if, you know, obviously Spurs is a factor here, but I just feel like he's starting to reach that level where, you know, Madrid could come knocking. Oh, it's happening. I mean, Zidane won't rule out buying him. Like, yeah. you know, before the game against Real Madrid, Zidane's get asked about him. And, you know, the, the play, people in the upper echelons are, are making these kind of comments. But, um, Daniel you know, Levy uh, will squeeze the money out of you. And then spend it on, like... Absolute rubbish. Absolute rubbish, yeah. The English core. Anyways, um, you what know, else? Uh, Trump called Lovren's mum. What are you talking about? Trump called his mum. Yeah? That's like he got killed in action. <laughs> <laughs> and then blamed the mum. Yeah, yeah, he didn't remember yeah. his name. No, he didn't remember his name. Um, well well, we, we got a question uh, from friend of the pod, Z, um, who said, should Liverpool be thinking about sacking Klopp? Um, I, I don't think so. Just because... Klopp has always stayed at the clubs he's been at for long-term plans, for long-term whatever. And it's too early. Yes, the stats, the Brendan stats are hilarious, and the etc. stats, Rafa Benito stats, they're all funny and stuff. But one, who are you going to bring in? Two, I think he's got it in him. Just Ancelotti. He's not, mm. a, he's not a plan kind of guy. And Liverpool need a long-term plan. They have no defense. They're going to lose Coutinho. You need someone who's there to build. And Ancelotti is, is going to be there to Can try I make, and win. Even though I generally agree in that, you know... I mean, too many people have been sacked already. Why sack another guy? Yeah. But I'll make the case for sacking sure. him. Even though I'm not the biggest believer in this. I hate when managers make mistakes that are entirely obvious. Mistakes that any one of us would never make. When you look at Dejan Lovren, you look at Matthew, you look at Mignolet, you know, upgrade my keeper, upgrade my defender. They chased Van Dyke all summer That's his biggest long. Mistake. No plan all B. All summer long, and there was no plan B. And still decided to let Sacco go. Exactly. And Sacco's bad in all of them, except for Matthew, probably. And then you still go in front of the media and you say, we have looked at hundreds of defenders and not one is better than, than what we have. Either you're delusional or you're a liar. Right, right, right. Well, and he has no. Tactical, tactical plan. If you look at it, right? If you say, if you we we know he knows that his defense is bad, but you won't. Even I don't believe in this concept that much. You won't put a defensive midfielder with anything worth it, his salt yeah. in front of that back four to protect them. Yeah. Then you're just being dumb, and you don't deserve the job. I I, I think that's it. I think ultimately. Would I sack Klopp right now? No, I don't think there are the options to replace him. Nothing terrible is going to happen if you let him see out the season. At worst, you'll finish fifth or sixth, right? <coughs> but I think there is, a spe- there is a very specific ceiling here, which is that he doesn't have any more than one way to play. Mm-hmm. If he did, we'd have seen it by now. He doesn't fix problems, as you said, that are very obvious to all of us. And, th- and as you said, there's a lot of work to do here. He's going to lose Coutinho. He's going to lose Emre Chan, who's a, is out of contract at the end of the season. Here he will get Keita in, but then they still need a striker. They mm-hmm. still need a centre back. They still need a goalkeeper. Probably a right back. Holding midfielder. Absolutely. A holding midfield. There's so much work to do that he will be regressing yep. whether he stays or not. I saw. That, I was talking to this Liverpool fan, and, and they pointed out two important things. One is that Liverpool spent 12 million on defenders in the last two years when clubs like City and Chelsea and United etc. spent you know 80, 90, 100 million on, on those positions mm-hmm. and then obviously you know you can't say that Van Dijk was the only one available mm-hmm. the other thing was which you know is escaping me now um, was a really good point <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you you're going to have to trust me I'll, I'll, I'll try and remember I'll, I'll, yeah. so the other thing is the Naby Keita thing in right. that clearly he's a holding box to box whatever he's all action if he can do everything yeah now, I don't agree for 75 million again, 55 next season. But you understand, this is like Van Dyke. They chased him all summer long yeah. and knew this was an immediate need to fix the defense and cover it up. But they decided, nah, we'll get him next season and we'll put our whole season on Naby Keita for 2018, 2019. Yeah, but that's part of Do the something long, right now. I know, but that, 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 that's the other side of the argument, which is the long term. I remember what that Liverpool fan said. He said... The 35 million is spent on Ox, which is absolutely useless. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know how many good center backs that could have got you as an upgrade in Lovren? I know 35 million now doesn't sound like a lot of money, but for a center back that is, you know, not the most glamorous, not the most famous, but you can bring in so many center backs for that amount of money. Last day of the season, same as Ox, mm-hmm. to replace Lovren. And you know what? He also tried to replace the keeper and made a horrendous decision Carious. with, with Carrius. So there is a lot on his head. For but- a start, that's what Chelsea paid for Rudiger. You could have got Manolas for that. Yeah, You're yeah, right. Yeah. There are just countless options. Um, just the opposite of Klopp. Pochettino... Whereas Klopp hasn't evolved in the last few years, we've seen Pochettino try I mean, new that's, stuff. That's harsh. 
What? Oh, he hasn't evolved. <laughs> he's still got the same limbs he had before. Yeah. Um, and in this game, it well, he's never beaten uh, Klopp before. Who? At least for Spurs, uh, Pochettino. Mm. They've always drawn or, or Spurs have lost. To be and fair, Klopp has a great record against the top team. Yes, he does. But in the past, they've kind of gone head-to-head and just pressed each other and, you know, a big titanic clash. Mm. And Pochettino learned because... He let Spurs sit back. Mm. They conceded possession. They let Liverpool do their thing, and was just water breaking on rocks. And then they counted on. Mm. And that is what you need to do. It's exactly what they did against Dortmund, who play the same way that Liverpool do. Mm-hmm. And it worked again. Right. Um, let's move on to Chelsea. <laughs> uh, this one was dicey. Cracker. Oh, this one. Um, so after the comments by uh, Dini in midweek about Arsenal not having cojones and all that good stuff, obviously it came back to bite him in the ass. Watford, I think we're 2-1 up uh, at one point. At Stamford Bridge, um, oh, what's his name? Charleston had two open goals, mm-hmm. literally mm-hmm. open goals. He saved Conte. I don't he know. Absolutely saved Conte. Why he took that one with his left foot? I, sure, he's just still score, but why? To that header, it, it was done. It was. It was yeah. literally going to be four one. They don't do game headers over. in Brazil. Yeah, man. they don't. You, you, right. you know what the the score line, the the whole thing about the cojones and Dini. I'll let this pass. Because they were, they should have won this game. They yeah. actually, the score, it should never have been a Chelsea win. They deserved it on effort and performance and everything. And basically, they decided to forget how to play football at the end. And Chelsea Last kind of remembered. Yeah. And then the floodgates opened after that. Uh, Morata started this game. He's back from injury. He got taken off in the 60s. Great substitutions, to be fair, yeah. by Conte. He brought in Batshuayi instead of Morata. He also brought in William. Um, I can't remember instead of who, but these two had a great impact. Learn from uh, his mistakes. Yes. Because before he would have played Hazard up front and then not brought on Batshuayi and lost the football match. Batshuayi, two great goals. Um, also, Pedro's first goal of this game. Ooh, that, what a hit. The, the what a is, hit. I appreciate those goals because I know how hard they are. When the yeah. ball comes across you and you try and put it I on the left, say, yeah. that is so because hard. They, they're just so tempting. Yes. You have to go for it, but it's easy to just sky it. You know? yep. um, and Hazard had a, actually a good game. Uh, one of his first this season where he actually stepped up and played really well for Chelsea. And they need him to do that a bit more because especially without Costa, it's a lot on him now. Yes, Morata is also you know picking up some of the slack, but he's still new. Um, Hazard really has to step up if Chelsea are going to, you know, not wobble their way through the season. They're just so shaky. It's disturbing. It really is disturbing how fragile Chelsea actually looks. Is it a coincidence that Kante, since Kante has been missing, I mean, I know people don't like to give Kante too much credit, but honestly, since he's been missing, they've looked... This shaky. He's a massive loss, but I would say that their shakiness has been present with yeah, him and without with, him. with him. The first game of the season against Man City, because Conte decided to play Conte almost in, as an attacking midfielder. For, for whatever reason, a couple games this season, Bakayoko is doing all the work and Conte is running around. Yeah. It's it just like, so stupid. To it was, I felt that was like the kind of what Ferguson used to do with Jisung Park. was like a defensive midfielder, but he's in your half pressing you there. Yeah, but Jisung Park's a left winger. Yeah, but you know what I mean. It's not like Roy Keane is actually like (laughs) up trying to score goals. That would be fun. (laughs) Um, And, I mean, I want to talk about Watford really quickly. Any other points about Chelsea? I mean... A a, a quick point about Chelsea and Liverpool. The whole Europe thing this season, is it an impact? They have way more games. They have midweek games. I think so. Because Chelsea's depth is non-existent. Yeah, literally, it's Fabregas. No, we said it. We like, said it last season. Everyone said it last season. Liverpool and Chelsea, unless they have, unless they buy numbers in the summer, and by all accounts, Conte was very disappointed not to get more yes, players. Yes, he almost and left in the summer. Right, and um, you can tell that they it's, need it's, it's 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 a fact, but it's also a massive excuse that I don't understand because it's something that's crept up in the last couple of years. You notice um, Arsenal, United, Chelsea, even Mourinho's Chelsea. No one cared that they were in, they wanted to be in Champions League and no one ever said oh my god there are too many games and my and over it's recently I'm hearing this well we're not used to playing in Champions what are you talking about like, you plan for this so do something about it right. don't make excuses it's what your guys actually play for I don't understand why that keeps getting brought up all the time on the one hand I kind of agree with you this is not anything new on the other in the years where United yeah. and Arsenal and Chelsea were winning the league like that there were a lot of easy games. Competition. You could yeah. you could rotate your team and beat Middlesbrough six 0 it, It's harder. If to you're do Man that City, now. you can do that. Sure, but Man City. Are <laughs> they group all the players? Um, about Watford, really quickly, I have to say, Marcus Silva has them playing really well. They yeah. beat Arsenal last week. They almost beat Chelsea this week, and their second goal was a brilliant counter-attacking play. Um, it looked. It just. They look easy on the eye. Yep. Uh, Richardson Apart from is the a, shirt. The shirt's uh, horrible. Sure, and the bumblebee. 
Um, <laughs> but Richelson looks like a great little nab from, from except, nowhere. Except for those two misses, he has been very uh, He's been phenomenal, yeah. I didn't know until recently, but apparently he was like on the plane to sign for Ajax when uh, Marco Silva called him oh. and turned his future around. I mean, it, show you, it shows you when you pick whatever, 15th or 16th in the league over, in the Premier League over the, you know, Dutch well, champions and Europa League finalists, etc, etc. He was probably going to get two grand a week at Ajax. Sure, like, they've, sure. they've got no money. Yeah. Well, but that little... translates to like 500 million whatever Brazilian <laughs> pesos. One little uh, fun Watford stat. But do you know the currency? I don't. Exactly. So it might as well be the peso. Uh, dollar? Uh, no, I, don't know. I have no idea. Um, <laughs> footballs. They just I think get they paid pay, in footballs. I think they paint prayers in Brazil. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, Abdoulaye Decore has scored with all four of his shots on target in the Premier League this season, which is great. If he gets it on target, the goalkeeper's got no chance. <laughs> goalkeeper does, he doesn't know what it feels like to have a shot saved. That's crazy. That's a great career. Yeah. It's better than Messi. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, you just retire. That's it. That's it. Um, let's do a little quiz? Yeah. So, the Sheridan Shakwizi. Mm. <laughs> we I mean, we're running out. We, yeah, it we're is running out. It's been running out forever. It's, yeah. 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 Um, I got three questions for you guys today. I think I've done quite a good job, so I hope you're ready. Where did it toot your own horn, Mohan? Yeah, yeah. If they're better the than the name, then we're safe. <laughs> Alex, remind people you're buzzing. And Bernie. That was easy. All right. Here we go. Question number one. Who currently sits atop the Turkish league table? That was easy. Bernie. It's not Besiktas, is it? Alex. He said that because they've been in the news lately. Um, <laughs> Fenerbahce. No. Antalya Sport. No. Gala. Trump's yes, Galatasaray. Yeah, Alex Point. So Who is their top scorer? Ooh. Um, ooh. He used to play in the Premier League. I'll give you a Costas clue. Costas Mitrovic? No. No. I'll give you a clue. Oh, he's Go a Benfica. Lion. Lion. Senegalese? Gomis. Oh, yeah, top scorer by a mile. Is he still goals. doing the celebration? He is. Good he for is. him. Um, question number two. Name the last three EPL Player of the Year winners. That was easy. Bernie. Kante? Yes. Mares? Yes. Wait, it's, it's, it's me, Alex. Don't interrupt me. I don't think Hazard. Yes, well done. Damn. It's Kante, Mares, and Hazard. Final question. How, and whoever gets the closest wins, okay? How long was Blatter's reign as FIFA president? That was easy. Bernie. 18 years. Wow. Alex? I had that in my head too. Uh, 26. No, it's 17 and a bit. I hate Jose Mourinho <laughs> so much. Oh my lord. Great start to the season, guys. Are He's you? let the horses run. Mm. Duh, blah, blah. <laughs> run what? Into, like he's run, let them run to the glue factory. That's wow. what he's done. He let them run in the huddle field. Hey. Like, Sorry. Like, what was that? Can United do it on a cold, rainy day no. in Huddersfield? No. Apparently not. No. Absolutely not. I mean, the horses were grazing, not running. Listen, mm. listen. People, we have had a great start to the season. The team has played better. But you watch Liverpool, the game against Liverpool, the non-game against Benfica, and this three straight games of terrible attacking. I can't even call it attacking. There was no attacking. Of terrible football. So let me pick your brain on what you think Mourinho did here. If you had to put yourself in his shoes and answer this question. He played full strength against Benfica mm -hmm. and then rested a lot of players for Huddersfield. Did he think Huddersfield aren't going to be as challenging? So let me... Let me solidify my position in the Champions League group, come top, have that done and dusted, away to Benfica is much harder than Huddersfield at home. Because I thought he could have rested in the Champions League yep. since it's the midweek game and then took the league a bit more seriously. Yeah, That's not what he did. Right. What, 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 okay, so Jose Mourinho is an opportunist of a lifetime. What Jose Mourinho has done is he's focusing on getting out of this Champions League group, pro probably top. Because the last time we were in Champions League, we didn't get out the group. Right. So anything he can do to look better than the previous person, look better than what, what came before, is what he's going to do. Huddersfield, whatever happens, he probably didn't think they were going to lose, draw at most. He knows we're not going to win the league. 
So why, do whatever why, you have to do to come second. What's more realistic? Hang winning on. the league or winning no, the Champions no, League? No, not winning Champions League. Just looking better. Right. Showing that there's progression at the football club is all he wants to do. This is interesting. Right. Though. You don't think that he thinks United have a chance of winning the league? I, I don't think he believes that. Oh, come I, on. I don't think so. Because I don't believe that a manager who thinks they can win the league goes to Liverpool and parks the bus. I just think this is his best chance probably to win the league. I mean, I, I know I, City are incredibly strong, but it's only one opposition. Maybe Spurs a little bit. But it's literally, I think it's between United and City if he wants it to be a two-horse race. But not only that, Mourinho always wins the league in his second season. He has that streak to uphold. Actually, and that's a that's a terrible stat, whoever said that. Because what? Mourinho has won the league in his first season and in his third season as well. The second yeah. season, the only time he did it was Real Madrid. No, Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea but he won it first and second. And Inter, then the second time was Inter. second. Inter won his first season as well because they won everything because of Calciopoli. So I'm just saying it's a bit <laughs> of an anomalous stat. It doesn't make any but sense. But as a man of pride, he'll want to do that again. I don't think he the doesn't want pride to. That, that, that dropped the league end of last season to win Europa League. I didn't say man of dignity. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this game, um, I mean, United fans, no one would, would have told you you guys would have lost. Lingard started, Martial started. And to be fair, what was on the field, you know, you've got players of the caliber of Mata and not Herrera and Matic and stuff. Enough to beat Huddersfield. Of course enough to beat Huddersfield. I just felt that Matic had an off game. Herrera... And Mata were not good enough, not even close. I, I, I think I think context is very important. So right. United, yes, no matter what. I don't care if you play Mata as a goalkeeper. You should beat Huddersfield, absolutely. But again, the thing that makes me curious is you see the last couple games where service to Lukaku has been very limited. Very. It, it's not even really his fault, if you think about it. It's, he's not been getting the ball. He had two touches in the Huddersfield penalty box in this game. That's not a fault of Lukaku if the ball doesn't get into where he is. No. So what you're supposed to do, um, Jose Mourinho, is play if Juan. If you want to rest Mkhitaryan, you play Juan Mata, who can pass the ball. He did not, play Juan. Not Lingard, who can run with the ball. Well, he played both in this game. Oh, well, I mean, as the central uh, attacking ah, midfielder. Right. Because what happens is Lingard wants to run with the ball. Yeah. But when you're being pressed like that, the only way to beat the press is to pass the ball. So it made no sense that Lingard was a number 10. Not at all. And that's Mourinho's fault on top of the players being complete dickheads. Right. <laughs> that, that's fair. Um, that said, Mata had a, the, the two goals that Huddersfield scored. And they played very, very well. They yeah. did everything that they could. And, but the two goals that they scored were horrendous individual errors. Yeah. Mata, the first one, and Lindelof having a, a Lovren moment. Oh, for, for yes. The second. We, can, um, we can't gloss over that. i got to come back once you've done your point. Okay. Okay. So, Jones got injured too. And Jones got injured, so you got your backup central pairing. So, they were bad, but there's not much you can do about those kind of horrendous errors. Sure. I mean, yes, but managers will, you know, they get the credit, you know, when Messi takes the ball past five players and scores a goal, Pep will get that credit. And you also get, you know, the discredit when Lindelof decides that, you know, he's (laughs) a seal and can't play a ball anymore. So... Yeah, I think I think you have to ask the question of were they two individual mistakes? Absolutely. If you look at the stats and all this rubbish, like it probably should have ended in a draw. Well, Huddersfield had twenty five percent of possession at two one. Yes, something ridiculous like that. Amazing. Yeah, that's the point. If you look at it realistically, you go, okay, fine. This game should have been nil nil, maybe. But again, the reason why Mata made the mistake is because he was pressed like hell, and United didn't have cover because they had only Herrera and Matic playing in the back two compared right. to a back three. So, Herrera, I mean, in a mid- Herrera ended three. the game in, in cent- at centre-back. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Um, you know who's also incredible? Maybe that's the a, bit, Hulk a bit much. Aaron Moy is really good. He's yeah. in my You team can now. tell. He's, got, he's, like, he's like a parallel universe, not shit, not evil, John Joe Shelby. I was just yeah. going to say. Yeah. Yes. Yep. But like he's he actually genuinely good central much, midfielder. He's got everything. Much better Voldemort. Yeah. I, I think he would be a great Voldemort in the movies. Yeah. Yeah. And he can... Yeah. No, well, no, no, it wasn't funny. The other <laughs> thing about this game, so end of the game, Mourinho absolutely just threw his players under the bus. Oh, like yeah. he, that he, he tries to park all the time. And you know what? <laughs> as much as I blame him, Mourinho for this, some people are saying, oh, it's bad. Just like Klopp actually lay into his players. I think that was deserved. They all deserve to get laid into by the manager. But the thing that, uh, that I, I agree with is that if you look at Mourinho's best teams, they were teams that would use the cliche of, run through a brick wall for the manager. They played with everything, and in the third season, they get pissed off because second <laughs> season, they ran their well, hearts out. Them. He yeah. 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 That's yeah. what. That's yeah. when the Mourinho teams are the best. So the Inter, Chelsea, Real Madrid. 
if this team wants to win the league, they have to do what Huddersfield did, which is literally run through a brick wall to, at, at anything at all costs, and this team doesn't seem like they want to do it. Well, Mourinho's little servant on the field, Ander Herrera, did say as much in his interview. Like, I've never heard a player sound more like a manager than Ander Herrera did. He was like, yes, we had to analyze what we did wrong in this game. We didn't have the passion of the other team, blah, blah. But he, like, he, he sounded exactly like Mourinho. He got blasted yeah, for it. Yeah, because he gave a manager's interview. Yeah, it was hilarious. Because Mourinho said, why is he saying it? Everyone yeah. else should go out and say it too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, okay, quick stat before you, before, you, before you before we move on. Mourinho has failed to win all 19 Premier League games in which his side have been two goals behind. He's drawn one and he's lost 18. Um, that is too much of a pattern. Yes. For the, it's not a coincidence. He's never won a game where he's two down. Right. To me, that speaks about the mentality of his teams in that they're built to get a result, not to go and smash anyone. Yeah. And so it's hard for them to click into gear, into a really attacking gear when they can see when they need to. Sorry, on, on this point, I was listening to the Guardian um, podcast before this. And what they said was, if you look at Mourinho, right, like you said, he's there to get a result. But if you take the attacking talent that Manchester United have right now and give it to any other manager... Pep, Ancelotti, yeah. people who, they would love to have a young Rashford, Martial, Lukaku, Mata, Mkhitaryan, and they would play up to the strength of those yeah. players instead of making those players play to a defensive, overly strategic, not like, like formula. It makes to, no sense. To the point we made about Kante, again, United are losing Pogba and Fellaini. Players who have been really, really good in center mid. Not an excuse, just a point to remember sure. that I think Pogba there or Fellaini. Yes, so there are some injuries. Also, where is Shaw? Is he alive? He's he had he played in the reserves. He's still coming back from injury, so he's apparently well, going to play. He's been tomorrow. coming back from injury for three months. Yeah, his injury was bad. Allegedly, his leg was broke, broken in two places. Allegedly, he met so up with uh, Maradona this weekend. Mm, really, bit of a pie in. I, I think, and I said this before we, we started recording, Premier League table, Man City top, Spurs second, United third, because Liverpool, Arsenal, Chelsea, and United are not very good, and United are the best of that bunch. I mean, Spurs come second again for like the third or fourth season in a row. That's really good consistency. I mean, yes, unfortunately, there's always that one team that's going to be better than you, mm-hmm. but I mean... Uh, With I their guess. transfer policy, of there is going to be a one team. Better. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, last but not least, City beat Burnley... 3-0? I mean, again, City has been this case of us saying the same thing every week. And this week, they played brilliantly again. He rested some players. Aguero came back from his injury. Bernardo Silva played instead of Raheem Sterling. Midweek, they played really well in the Champions League as well. But it was harder this time. It was harder which because... Is, which yeah. you don't expect when you hear the team name Burnley. But it uh, was more difficult. This, and they still won 3-0. This, this season, you expect it. Bur- Burnley, I don't think, are ever... A team that you could say are easy to beat, mm. but this season they've actually been really phenomenal. Given didn't they the beat West Ham three 0 last last week? Uh, or was that uh, someone else? I'm not sure. West Ham are terrible, but Burnley have gotten results at Chelsea and Arsenal and Spurs even. Yeah. Um, so it, it's really quite impressive, and I actually think they should get a point for this. Is, are you guys? City are so good, yeah. and they lasted seventy minutes. I mean, they were one down, but that was a penalty, Still. and honestly, I don't think it was a penalty. I think not. it was. Anyway, I think they should get a point. I'll give him a point. Okay. Let's just lump one point into our table just yeah. for that. Isn't Sane slowly fulfilling my no, prediction not at all. of him potentially being the best player in this league? No. I think so. At no. 20, yeah. No, no. I, I say no because you said it like it was going to happen this season. It will still be another three seasons before he's the best player in the Premier League. I mean, sure. If he stays not, in the Premier not, League. Not, no I think price. this is the point we made at the time. No, no, <laughs> no, you I'm, did I'm say just that. saying there's no price to be won here. Like, whatever. If I was right or wrong, but like... Clearly, he has a potential, and he is showing it. And if he continues on this on this path until the end of the season, you know, by the end of the season or by next season, the only better players in the league will be on his team. Yeah, I, I would say if you sure. take if you take so far, if you take De Bruyne and Kane out of the equation, both of whom are significantly older. Than also, him, different types. Like Kane is a, is a goal scorer. Sure, but De Bruyne, yeah. Yeah, attacking midfielder, then mm-hmm. like he's in the conversation. At but 20, if, at, if, you know, if I'm Leroy Sané, right? Actually, that's not possible. But if even Leroy Sané, you look at you have De Bruyne. Thank you. I just need to make sure you have De Bruyne, you have Jesus, and all these other guys. You look at the talent level that he has. He may want to pull a Neymar and go to a, a club where he pulls the strings. That may be the next level he gets to to be named the best player. So you because... going back to Schalke? Or, uh, is that <laughs> no, but no, I like think... I don't know PSG whenever right. like him. I think if Pep, Mbappe or if Pep has City running the way he wants them to run, then they might be the most lucrative place 
in Europe to go to, and he's already there. Oh, they're already the most lucrative. No, no, no. I, no, sorry. As in, if they win the league and then they transfer the Champions League or win the Champions well, League, Pep then won't be there another two years. He said it himself. So what were we talking about here? Yeah, I think Sani could stay at City. There's, there's not a lot of better places, what I'm trying to say. No, that, that's yeah. fair. Um, Daesh had a, had a weird quote. He was talking about the penalty and Bernardo Silva possibly diving and what have you. And Daesh said, if I kicked my kid in the garden, I don't think he'd have fallen like that. Yeah, but Bernardo Silva almost twisted his ankle. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought the keeper really got his ankle hard. Uh, uh, hang on. If I kicked my kid in the garden... <laughs> right. Well, how old is this kid? I don't know, but it doesn't, doesn't matter. <laughs> it's, it's very... going way the second. It, it's very important here, because like, right. I, I'll give him... Th- I know what he's trying to say. Yeah, yeah, when yeah, you're a course. kid and you get kicked, the first thing you try to do is get up because you just want to play. Like, I get what he's trying to say. But how old is If it's a little baby, then of course he's not getting up. <laughs> if it's like a 10-year-old, he may... Like, I don't know. It's I don't know. If you kick a baby, he won't remember it. What's the, what, what, but if does, you, who cares if, if he's also not going to die? I'm just saying, if you kick your 12-year-old, he'll remember this for the rest of his life. And he so might... It's almost better to kick the baby. He might have vengeance in his mind. I could True. actually imagine Daesh, like, with a packet of yellow and red cards, just, like, doling them out in the garden. Yeah. You think it's type of father who just trips this kid for fun? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> like, this sounded like it came from experience. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I do more more. One thing where I know, Sha, Mumu no fit sleep forever. One day, Mumu go wake up. Ladies and gentlemen, our new sponsor, XTSC. Extreme Toronto Sports Club, XTSC, offers the best co ed, men's, and women's recreational leagues across the city. Get your soccer fix with Extreme Toronto Sports Club. Sign up today at xtsc.ca. xtsc.ca. Go to xtsc.ca and use the code 2017COSHREDS. That's 2017 C O S H R E D S for 10% off soccer league registration fees. So we're going to start Momo of the Week this week with Southampton 1, West Bromwich Albion 0. And we don't usually start with on-the-pitch stuff, but in this case, it's the commentator. So Sofian Buffal scores this absolutely brilliant goal against West Brom in the last few minutes. And it took until after the goal for the commentator to realise who it was that had scored it. So uh, my mumu comes uh, courtesy of Everton. I think the, they've done well. They've, they've just had a week. Yeah. Significantly covered this week. They, they, they've had a season and multiple articles. Um, so this is the fan that I'm sure everyone knows about who tried to assault the players on the pitch he while did. holding his own baby, his own child. Yeah. Baby. I don't, I don't know. He, he I don't was know playing why. a French team. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Leon. Leon. Yeah. yeah. See, thanks, guys. Um, so he's a mumu for that. Firstly, we're trying to attack players with his son in his hand. But he's also Mumu for his reasoning. Right. So he said, I got caught up in the game and I was caught and calling the player shit. I have nothing better in my life. Exactly. It was, it was just banter. And then he went on to blame Everton for this <laughs> by, by saying uh, they should have had better security, the gate was open, and somehow I found myself there. I should never have been in the first place because they should have been more secure. It reminds me of the stories that come out of the US where the thief or the robber blames the house owners for when he gets injured trying to rob their house and yeah. sues yep. them back. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Good excuse. So, but here's the worst part of the story. So he's going on about all this and how he's upset at Everton and he's being blamed and blah, blah, blah. And he's actually was concerned for the uh, welfare of his child because <laughs> players' arms were swinging. Obviously. As if uh, sportsmen don't wave their arms for all sorts of things. Right. But then he said, I'm very concerned because the mother of my child, his ex-girlfriend, is concerned and she may call child services and they'll take away his oh, child. wait, wait, Bernie, they're not together? Why, no. Why would they I, I wonder, yeah. I wonder. And you know what? I'm going to call child services because that guy should never have that child anywhere near him again. I mean, the fact that she allowed him to take her baby to the football. She might not have known. <laughs> right. She might not have known. But if you look at the kid, right, this is the thing that's been lost in all this. Go back at the clip. Look at the kid. He already looks hard. <laughs> he looks like he could Did punch you Did the kid swing a punch too? Oh, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I do more more. 
One thing we are no sha, Mumu no fit sleep forever. One day, Mumu go wake up. All right, so Italy, um, which uh, you know we seem to visit a lot recently because the league has been, to be fair, very exciting this mm. season. Um, Nap, I mean, we're gonna start with a nil nil, but that you know that's not to take away from my oh, so earlier it's point. It's a traditional Italian result. Yes, yes, the catenaccio was in full effect. Um, <laughs> Napoli Inter nil nil top of the table clash. Yes, Handanovic had a phenomenal game. He had a hand Napoli. in the result. He did, um, hand very much. <laughs> um, Handled it very well. Yes, Napoli. Um, you know, like we said, they are a very attacking team. They have a lot of goals in them, and it was weird to see them not score this game. I'd be interested to know, and I could have looked this up, but didn't. But when was the last time they didn't score? It must be ages. It must have been. Because they usually score like two or three at least. But yeah, they, they had a bunch of chances. They created a bunch of chances. As you said, Handanovic was incredible. Right. Um, moving on, Torino lost to Roma 1-0. Yeah. This um, was a very important three points for Roma. They've been, yeah. you know, they've been falling behind lately in the league <coughs> at least. Great game against Chelsea in the Champions League, but falling behind in the league and they really need this one. Kolarov is stepping up big for them. He's been probably the best signing that they made in the summer. It's this been is, incredible. This is the free kick, right? Under, uh, I didn't actually see I it. think it was like under the wall. If I'm not mistaken, I'm confusing. I, don't I think the wall jumped and he put it underneath. It was I love really it. But he scored in the Champions League as well, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. He, he did Aspilicueta there. <laughs> oh, then, yeah. He did three of them. Yes. Just knocked well, it well him and Jacko are competing for goal of the week. True. Um, Mihailovic, <coughs> the manager of Torino, was asked after the game if he was going to do something about his attack because they haven't been scoring lately. And he said, what kind of fucking question is that? What do you want me to do? Play a one-legged Bellotti, who I guess is injured? I think he would still be a better option than, than most <laughs> Torino's options. True. Um, Milan-Genoa, another nil-nil. Milan again dropping... Sacked in the morning. Yeah, yeah, he's... I mean, I was talking to, um, to Milan fan. And I think that it comes down to manager at this point because they've made some good signings. It just really... I don't think if, if Montella's the one to take them But is it, is, it, is it a case of Everton type of signings? Yes. Where you made decent signings, but are they actually all that? Like, do you care about... Uh, what's his name? Kessie? Do you care? K- Kessie's a good player. Like, to be honest, I think there's a touch of the Everton about it in that they made a lot of signings and it's hard to then remanage the gel, team. Yeah. But I don't think they made the wrong sign. Like, they signed very good players in a bunch of positions. Sure. It's just It's literally a whole new team. And Montella was always going to struggle to get them to play well. It doesn't help when Bonucci gets sent off after like 25 He's, minutes. He is being made to look so bad. Yeah. And I don't know if it's his fault. To be fair. He's been horrendous. Like, I, I just don't. He has been bad, but even the team he left has been bad at the back too. Kalini has looked very suspect with Bonucci next to him. Um, Juve are conceding way too many goals compared to what we're used to. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, to be fair, they did score six this week with, I think, four of them coming at 10 men Yeah, um, against Udinese. No, but um, Benucci and Chiellini remind me of like blokes from a boy band who do really well, and then they all go and do their singles, and they're atrocious. Right, so unlike One Direction, I, who have done great. I wouldn't know. Take that. Yeah. Yes. Well, Robbie Williams did really well. Yeah, but the rest of them. Spice yeah. Girls. Yeah. The, the, yeah. The, the, the two girls with Beyonce. Uh, Where are they? Oh. Kelly Rowland was alright for a bit. For a bit. What's Jerry Hallowell was alright for a bit. Michelle from Williams. Spice Girls. No, she didn't do very well for No, herself. okay. Alright. Yeah, so so good examples. Yeah, good examples. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, well done, Matt. <laughs> good quiz, quiz questions. Yes. Um, <laughs> Which of Destiny's Child did the better <laughs> other than Beyonce? Um, Kidera, uh, first ever hat trick. Oh. He scores quite a bit of goals for Juventus. Uh, yeah, I mean, sort of. He. For the defensive mid, he pops game. up. He pops up with with crucial goals once in a while. I, I, for me, my favorite was the third one, where he burst through, and there was one person, one of his teammates to the left, but he wasn't really, you know, available. And Kadira just clearly thought you could see it on his in his face. He okay. just went sod it, <laughs> smashed it into the corner. It was great. But yeah, Juve, this wasn't easy. I mean, they went down. I think one nil, came back, mm-hmm. brought it back again. And then Mandzukic was sent off after twenty five minutes, so they had they played most of the game without him. And uh, yeah, six two, absolutely smashed. Allegri thanked him for the red card. What did he say? I, I don't know. I just, I just oh. saw that he Grazie. thanked him for it. <laughs> um, <laughs> and probably Prego was the response. Yeah. Yeah. Lazio uh, beat Cagliari three nil. Um, and what's his name keeps scoring goals. Immobile got two, two more. Yeah. Unfortunately, was not able to enjoy the Lazio result this week because the racism thing flared up again. Did mm. you read about this? Mm. Alex. What? Mm-hmm. What? Nitpicking on details. <laughs> Look at the big picture. Right. Right. Every time I think goals. about Lazio, I think about our cab driver. Right. Yes. And then I smile and I remember the racism. Yes. And I don't anymore. 
Yes. Okay, can I tell you what they did this time? Yeah. Sure. Right. So they were they were there was an incident of racist chanting in a game against Sassuolo, mm-hmm. um, and so the club had to shut down the Curva Sud, uh, sorry, the Curva Nord, where the Lazio Ultras usually sit. Mm-hmm. So you know what they did? They opened the Curva Nord where Roma Ultras usually sit and just let them in there. Ah, and Roma, f- by the way, who apparently also abused Rudiger in the Champions League. Yeah, like, bizarre, yeah. but there you go. Yeah. Um, so what they found when the fans left was that they'd left graffiti, anti-Semitic graffiti and stickers, including pictures of Anne Frank in a Roma shirt. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. I mean... That's yeah. very specific. It's, it's also, very specific. It's also, I mean, creative is not a positive or a negative. No, word. it just is. It's creative. No, yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah. How many ways can we find to be disgustingly Well, racist? I mean, we've got to yeah. do it so often. You yeah, get yeah. bored a little well, bit, Well, speaking guess. of which, like, they had to play a game in the Europa League this season behind closed doors because the last time they played in Europe, two years ago, they got banned for yeah. racist chanting. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. This club, as much as I am impressed by Simone Inzaghi and Immobile and their achievements on the pitch, right. they should be shut down. I mean, it just happens so frequently. The fines aren't working. The stadium bans aren't working. Nothing is working. Don't worry. Shut them down. Not enough people come to the stadium for it for, for them to make money anyway. Eventually, they will get <laughs> Well, yeah, maybe. All right, so moving on to Spain, um, where Valencia beat Sevilla 4-0. Sevilla on a horrendous run of form, uh, losing in the, Cham- in the Champions League 4-1, I think it is, to uh, one of the Russian teams. Um, they, Sparta? Spar- yeah, it might have been. Um, just not, not like a not, one in three chance of yeah. that being right. Except when I asked yeah. you who's top of the Turkish league, you guys went through five teams before getting Yeah, there. because you didn't expect the obvious one in Galatasaray. Right, right. My fault, that one, guys. Very much so. Um, so Valencia with the second top scorer of the league in Zaza. Second only to Messi. Killing it. Who? Yeah. It was brilliant. Zaza came out and they asked him about his good form and being second in the league. And he said, listen, if I end the season second after Messi, I am going to the La Liga head office and still asking for a prize because Messi doesn't count. Good for him. Yeah, uh, it's true. I, I mean, it's true. Give him one. It after matter. his penalty and after West Ham, you thought it was over. Right. So He's done well to resurrect his career. Props no, to him. Something the, that Soldado couldn't do. Absolutely. <laughs> True. He's in Turkey now. I take that very personally. So that was the opposite. That took really good penalties. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so there was a really good uh, piece by Sid Lowe in The Guardian today, as there is every Monday. Um, I don't know why I'm plugging Sid. I was just going to say, really are you sponsored? I really don't. But we have great articles once every two weeks. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this is from that article. So, nine weeks into the season, Valencia have scored 25 times. Only Barca have more. Mm-hmm. Thank, uh, nine players, nine different players have scored the goals. They're second. They're unbeaten despite having played Atleti, Athletic Bilbao, Madrid and Sevilla. And they faced six of the top eight teams going into what was this weekend. Um, and only been behind for eight minutes Total. I think part of it has to go to, to Gary Neville. I mean, oh, obviously, with the dip, mm-hmm. with him being there, with them actually starting to, you know, get their life together post Gary Neville, he had a huge effect on them. It's only once you hit rock bottom, yes, that you can begin to resurrect your can career. I, can I just say that this also shows the stupidity of Jose Mourinho? <laughs> How <laughs> okay. we manage that? Andreas Pereira is playing right. amazing football at Valencia right now, and he was supposed to be playing in midfield. He's too young. For, He's yeah. too young. Yeah. Who would he be replacing in this current United team? He would play when Pogba is injured ah. and Fellaini is injured. Ah. Which is now. Yes. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, Barca beat Malaga 2 0. Um, De La Feo, first goal was incredibly, incredibly misrefereed. Mm. I don't know if that's the word. It's not. But you know what I mean. Poorly officiated. The ball, I, I think Alba crossed it in from behind the hoarding. I literally, he jumped over the hoarding, <laughs> crossed the ball in, and they still counted in. Like, it was, you don't it even, even need VAR for this one. You don't, you need eyes. <laughs> to be fair, they probably all got together and thought, listen, De La Feu has been trying for years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not going to happen unless we help him out. Yeah, because yeah. he's got four months till Dembele comes back. <laughs> True. Exactly. Um, and then the second goal was Iniesta. I mean, that is a collector's item. He does not score a lot. For, for a player that is, you know, lauded as one of the best to play the game, he just doesn't score enough goals. And this one was, you know, took a deflection as he usually usually needs, uh, but nestled into the top four. I'm just shocked Messi didn't score. Yeah, he, he gave it to Iniesta, and he was quite happy for that. But yeah, I mean... It is weird. I mean, we all love Iniesta, possibly Bernie aside. What do you mean? What? I thought you didn't like Iniesta. No, I just didn't like that he won um, 
player of the Euros over Pirlo, who was absolutely imperial. Okay. Oh, sorry. I forgot this in the Man City section. But um, <laughs> we do this every time. I know, I know, I know. But hear me out. Yaya Tor- Strong rumours that Yaya Torre is going to go to Manchester, uh, New York City FC mm. to replace Pirlo at the end of this season. It's like, if you, we need someone who's completely decrepit. Who's around? <laughs> and will not care. And will just party all day yeah. and night in New York. That's, That's incredible. Um, but what were we talking about? Uh, we were talking about oh, Barcelona. Barcelona. Iniesta. So Iniesta got a place in the FIFA World Eleven, whatever today. How do, we feel, how do we feel about that? Because I'm a bit underwhelmed. You're as much joking. as I love him, he didn't I mean, even play. If it was only based on last season, yeah, obviously. But he didn't even play football. Right, right, right. What else was he doing? Uh, a golf or something. Uh, but he was not on the pitch enough to <laughs> to warrant that. Right. Um, another thing about Barcelona for move on is Umtiti. Umtiti is having uh, a fantastic, fantastic season. Obviously, you know, we don't follow Barcelona as closely, but just reading about it and all that, like he's putting in a top five kind of center back performance so far this year. He's I, been great. I'd be curious to hear what people like Diane and our Barcelona friends think about this season because... Oh, on Twitter, they absolutely love him, TD. It's a love fest. No, no, no not just him, but right. Barcelona as a whole, because you hear things like, well, they're not that great, but they've won every game. And I, I, I actually don't know how people feel about that. Bar beating Juve and drawing to Atleti, they didn't also play anybody of note. That's something to keep in mind right. as Barcelona side But who well. is of note in no. Good point. Who is of note? Wow. I'm just saying, yeah. Suarez, for example, has been horrendous. But he's, he's been injured. Ten months of horrendousness, apparently. You know who looks like Suarez now that he's got his hair cut? Oh. Kadira. They Does look he? way more similar once Kadira chopped his hair off, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I can't comment. Okay, yeah. I'll take your I, I would say it. go back and check it out, but it's not worth your time. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, since we're talking about lookalikes before we move on, the Atalanta, uh, not Atalanta, Atlanta in MLS captain mm-hmm. is identical to Van Bommel. Literally, him I don't on remember the field. what Van Bommel looks I know, like. <laughs> but I just know he looks like a piece of trash, but I don't remember. Just Google anymore. it if you're listening. Go Google the Atlanta captain, the center back. He looks like he is Van Bommel resurrected. Mark Van Bommel, crazy. to my memory, looks like a combination between Rude Van Nistelrooy yes. and Sideshow Bob. <laughs> the Rude Van Nistelrooy bit definitely. That is the ugliest person on earth. If or that's what you're saying. Sideshow Bob's brother. No, no, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. The ugliest person on earth would be just Van Nistelrooy. That's harsh. I think John Joe Shelby. Have you seen Van Nistelrooy lately, actually? Someone showed me a picture of him. Yeah, with a beard, he's a good-looking guy. But also, he was so tanned that I was, I was trying to guess who it was, and I just was guessing Latin Americans. Really? That yeah. tanned? That tanned. Wow. Also, he plays on Man United Legends team. I don't know if that... Is, is, that, is that fair? Should he do that? Is it, he, like... As opposed to what? You're a United fan, you tell me. No, I, I just know it's just weird. Like, you spend five years and you're a legend... I mean, to, he be, scored, fair, like, to be fair, goals. Edgar Davis played on the Barcelona team and he was there for one year. <laughs> how much did Cantona, how long did Cantona Five, play? Exactly. Like, he's, he's like a club legend forever and ever. Like, yeah. yeah. When you kick a racist, we'll... you get all it. <laughs> um, and Real Madrid beat Ibar 3-0. Um, the Isco, reserve team scored in this game. Yes. Isco with a, with a great performance again. And I can't help but, you know, every time I watch Madrid play now, there's just a Ronaldo's Strop, mm. that we call it, of some sort, throwing yeah. the, the toys out of the pram. He just keeps getting angry every time people don't pass him the ball. It's like, I mean, I think he's like angry he's because called... it's. I'm actually, I'm not gonna go there. I was about to say it's the decline. I'm not gonna go there. But he just won. I mean, in his decline, he just won. I think the FIFA Player of the Year, or whatever it's called. Yeah, sure. It was today, yeah. we all knew that was gonna. Was happen. that the Player of the Year? Was that Ballon yeah, yeah, yeah. Or was well, That's not the Ballon d'Or. Oh, They've now just... split them up, so he will win the Ballon d'Or in this. Yes, I mean, yes. everyone knew that was gonna happen. That's not. I have an alternative theory. Well, he's now dealing with three children. <laughs> yeah. True. His life is hard. He hasn't been sleeping. Yeah. He's, he's got three miniature people to get to do exercise. It would make you uh, irritable. Also, it would make you irritable. I forgot this in the Liverpool section. Dan <laughs> um, Lovren is going through a marital crisis. Actually? That could be the uh, source of his poor form. Wait, actually though? Yeah. Well, how? How do you know uh, this? Inside sources. Uh, Mostly from other podcasts. Because no shit, that will do it. Yeah, like if three years though, I don't know how long it's been going on, but they say it's you know they're about this to split. This is all. the kind of inside information we need to strive for. We can't yeah. have other podcasts get yeah. this kind of sweep. Yeah. You know what? Sweep, swoop. <laughs> it's, it's a good thing that Ryan. Scoop, scoop. Ryan, yeah. <laughs> sweep. Now I just want ice cream. It's a good thing that Ryan Giggs' brother wasn't a footballer because imagine how shit his form would have been for eight years. Ooh. Eight years. Ooh, Just tweeting yeah. too hard, mate. He'd have lost his job on yeah. top of losing... Anyway. Yeah. Hey, yes. Okay. 
Cool. This I is th- a great place to end. Yeah, I think I think this is disintegrated. Infidelity. Yep. Right. I mean, we've got our title there somehow. Sure. We'll figure it out. We'll spend the next half hour on that. <laughs> All right. See you next week. Thank you for downloading the Koshcast. Get in touch at underthekoshblog at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at under underscore the kosh. And for articles, predictions, and the full experience, go to underthekoshblog.com. Thank you.